Okay, there we go, guys. Uh, good morning uh, to you all. Very, very warm welcome to today's um, pre-market trade plan live, which is, of course, your opportunity to be as prepared for today's trading opportunities as we can. Uh, this is where we do all of our analysis, and uh, we'll um, we'll post our trade plan into the chat box probably in the next sort of fifteen minutes. So um, you're all very, very welcome. Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, good morning, Path uh you're new here as well okay great stuff looking forward to learn and grow that's great news um so look you're very very welcome good to have you with us good morning everyone else good to good to see you again um right so a couple of things firstly firstly um tomorrow is a bank holiday across across europe uh and in canada and um obviously good friday and also monday as well as good monday uh sorry bank holiday monday so we, we've got four days of, um, uh, uh, let's say, a lack of market activity. And um, we're going to take, we're not going to be broadcasting tomorrow and Monday uh, as a result. Um, when you have these much lighter conditions, yes, you can get some, some price correction and, and you can get some activity. Um, but a lot of the markets that we want to trade are, are closed, especially if we're looking at uh, the industry markets, for example. So, um, yeah, it's definitely worth just taking a long weekend. Uh, you don't really want to be holding any trades today now going over those four days, um, just in case something something significant happens. We've still got a banking crisis just bubbling away in the background. Um, so it's um, it would be, I'd say, broadly a concerning... Uh, Sorry, if we if we did see these markets moving in a pretty significant way, um, it's likely to be a little bit of a game changer. We want to kind of be able to assess it as we go. Um, the the other point I just want to draw your attention to is the fact that we've we've kind of got this continually shifting um, fundamental bias. Uh, so I'm just going to explain the the two different narratives that keep playing out time after time, and we keep switching from one to the other. So um, hopefully I will uh, make that pretty clear. Yeah, Fimba, uh, good morning to you. Uh, really good point. Tomorrow's FOMC is, um, sorry, non-farm payroll numbers, job numbers uh, will be would be worth keeping an eye out for. That's the only kind of news event that we could worth, it might be worthwhile interacting. And this is where we want to uh, reassert our understanding that if we get a really strong jobs number, it means X, Y, and Z if we get a really weak jobs number and that's what the adp number yesterday uh that was the signal it gave to the market it was that shift in narrative and that's really what's quite important at the moment and uh it's been frustrating the last few weeks as you know because we've had this um sort of strange market dy dynamic we've had a bit of uncoupling 
uh, as well to deal with. So uh, of the normal correlations that we'd like to see feed through these markets. So a little bit of a strange uh, dynamic at the minute. Uh, as you know, our trade frequency levels are, are, are down. Uh, they're much lower than what, what they would be normally because of these sort of mixed market conditions. So um, please take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning currently up on screen. Good morning, everyone. Right, so all profitable traders, they need to consider, of course, which markets to trade. Where do we then want to enter these markets? Where do we exit initially for a loss and then hopefully for an exit uh, for a profit? Uh, how do we manage risk prior to entry? Um, if you don't have a handle of risk management, uh, you will find this environment really quite, quite challenging, especially during market conditions like now, because if we were throwing lots of trades at these markets, you know, we, we would probably be struggling to, to make any of them stick um, because of this sort of choppy condition that we're currently trading. Um, how do you manage each trade? So, so trade management is an important factor. When do you make those decisions to, to move your stop loss? Um, to book in profit and things of that nature. And then trade psychology as well, market psychology plus your own psychology as an individual trader. Um, okay, so this this is where, just to let you know, guys, uh, as you know, we, we address these considerations every day with every trade we get into in our live trade rooms. So hopefully we'll, we'll add some practical um, assistance in these areas. And we're strong advocates of being consistent in our approach uh, accurate with the levels we use. So any price we quote, it, it's a it's a price of of significance. It's not a randomly generated price. Um, discipline with our capital, of course, and be patient as well. Right, let's get straight into it then, guys. So this is what we were we we, we were interested this week to see um, what's happening with these job numbers in the U.S. Um, so we can even go back to Tuesday's uh, ISM numbers. Uh, sorry, it was Monday's, wasn't it? Yeah, okay. Um, so this manufacturing PMI number coming in below expectations. So there's a bit of weakness. No, let's say there's a bit of further weakness um, in, um, in the manufacturing sector in the US. It's been quite weak across the Europe and the US. Um, these ISM manufacturing prices as well coming in lower than expected. And then you add to the mix jolt job openings, you know, a um, there's there's 500,000 less job openings available in the US. Um, so that's a, a significant move to the downside. And then you add into the max as well. Yesterday's ADP numbers, uh, you're quite right in what you say, uh, Finbar. We saw, um, you know, again, like a, uh, we were expecting 2008 to 2000, sorry, 208,000 jobs being added to the US economy and we saw 145. So all of these signals so far, and then you add services PMI into the mix, we're expecting kind of a, kind of a, a quite a positive upbeat number, 54.3 above 50 represents expansion, of course. Uh, below 50 represents contraction and you know we're rolling back towards contraction so if you add all those events up they're all sort of saying something that that things are beginning to soften in the US so that that presents traders with a bit of a, a dilemma um, and we look at the narratives in just a second and of course we look at the price section as well um, so bear in mind that sort of softening economic 
data coming through the US, we can read it in one of two ways. Um, I'll share that with you in just a second. But in terms of today's uh, news events are concerned, we've got this unemployment claims number. So if that starts to rise above 200,000, then uh, that kind of fits in really with what we're seeing, uh, this softer data coming through, this uh, sort of recessionary driven fear and anxiety really is kind of what, what we're actually talking about. And if unemployment claims start ticking higher as well, that would all feed into that same narrative. Um, okay, uh, just to let you know, bank holidays across the board tomorrow, we're going to take Friday and Monday off, but we do have non-farm payroll numbers. So we will be keeping an eye out for that tomorrow afternoon, just out of pure curiosity in terms of, you know, will we start to see a bit of softening creep through the unemployment market as far as the non-farm payroll? Uh, will we start seeing on the unemployment rate start ticking higher? And, um, you know, people's earnings, are they still sort of seeing a, a bit of upside growth? So um, this is what the Fed want to induce. They want to uh, see these numbers soften really quite significantly to bring about this uh, demand destruction to push down inflation. So it's, um, it's a constantly evolving picture. But let's bring these charts up um, and we'll, we'll kind of see where we're at. So we have these uh, these significant flush trades. Um, we, we saw another one yesterday uh, as well, and we see it across the, uh, if we look at the hourly time frame as well. Um, so, you know, we had this little march to the upside and then the significant rollover and then the, uh, the, the structural failure trade to the downside. It's what it's what we were looking at yesterday. Um, but you, as you can see, you get quite a, a sizable move in the space of like an hour, an hour and a half. Um, and, and then prices start bouncing off the lows. And we're still we can still wait and be patient for a bit of a, a sell trade at a much higher price. But we did say that we would be willing very, very quickly to to stick with the trade to the upside for as long as we can go and, and let the markets decide when we exit, um, but also look to get into that sell trade. It's just, we've got a bit of a, a, a messy market condition at the minute. So it does make it a little bit more challenging than we would expect. Thanks very much. Um, so we do have this sort of shifting, um, shifting environment at the minute and i, I want to just sort of draw your attention to what we think is kind of driving this momentum and of course it's not really about what we think it's really about what um it's about the commitment of others so it's really what other people think and what they do with their capital so we can see it play out in a price chart um and, and be able to make decisions off the back of it so I just want to just do something quickly and just put up sort of support resistance levels just to sort of point out that we, we had been in a, in a bit of a, a consolidating um, period. Okay, uh, let's get this up. So we've broadly been in this pretty, pretty tight range uh, for, for a few days um, across most of these markets. 
We're still waiting for the moving oil. Um, we still don't have that moving oil. Um, we had the, the important breakout above this really, really important um, resistance level. Uh, we've pushed up to these highs and we've come back inside resistance. Uh, very close to the similar situation really in, 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 the, in the pound. We're all above the, the monthly high, you know, looking really quite positive. And then that rolled over completely. So we've seen that an awful lot of this sort of false breakout um, sort of market dynamic. Same situation for the pound yen, strong moves up to the monthly highs, roll back over, back into consolidation again. So this is a kind of a theme for the last few days, depending on which market um, you happen to be kind of looking to trade. And we just get these small periods of, you know, ex ex exciting price action. Um, you get the initial move higher and then the, the rollover. So these are the market conditions we're trading. The question is, you know, what's really going on in here? And the other thing that we like about consolidation is that it gives us the opportunity to get into these trades. Um, we, we took the opportunity on the S&P yesterday um, in the afternoon, uh, and it's done nothing since we got into it, pretty much. So we have to be patient and wait for these. Like, this is, this is fine from a... Um, a technical perspective this is a, a push to the upside but that rollover starts to kick in so we've got a, we've got some decisions to make in terms of um what's really going on here and uh, and how do we want to trade it so let's take this off let's bring back our presentation and um we come back to today's trade plan but it's these two narratives that we want to discuss with you so this market had been in a, a decent risk on condition for a while and it was really this sort of um let's get up our square it's been this really that's been dominating uh the agenda it's the fact that the they're concerned about rates um you know the impact that the rates had on the banking market for example and if they keep pushing higher you know they'll drive the economy into a, you know a bit of a tailspin so there, there is many advocates out there for um, the Fed to not only just pause on, on their rate hikes, but also to, um, to start lowering rate hikes as well. So, so we're currently at 5%. Uh, we'll probably get a 25 basis point rate hike in the next meeting. And then we probably anticipate a pause ourselves. And this is something that we wouldn't have necessarily anticipated, um, you know, over a month ago before this banking crisis kicked in. So we've got this risk on market condition as a result of kind of a dovish or, or the Fed looking to, to, to pivot on rates um, versus the, the risk off trade, which kicks in anytime we get in this uh, negative news coming out of the US. And I've just pointed out to you that four or five news events, manufacturing PMI numbers, um, job uh, jolts, opening numbers, um, ADP yesterday, um, and we've obviously got non-farm payroll tomorrow. So, you know, this is when, I mean, I, I apologize if, if I confuse you to a certain degree because these markets are quite confusing at the minute because we've had, for the last year and a half, we've had uh, bad news is good news and good news is bad news. Now that's beginning to shift where now because of this recessionary fear and the fact that the, the, the Fed have raised rates, they got to the party too late and then they raised rates too aggressively for too long. And we're beginning to see fallout in certain areas, the banking 
um, system is just one of them. So this recessionary fear, you know, have the Fed gone too high? Um, because there's a lag, we, we, we won't really know. This is what's causing a little bit of nervousness. So this is now bad news is bad news for the market. So bad news um, as it unfolds, our, our poor data uh, is bringing about this sort of risk off market condition. And from each of these narratives, um, we can we can get into a succession of other trades like the indices to the downside, dollar higher, uh, commodities basically rolling back over to the downside. And this seems to be what ha what, what's happened from yesterday afternoon. Now, there's nervousness and anxiety just because it was a it was an initial instinct move, you know, for an hour, an hour and a half. And so it's not really a, a green light to the downside, perhaps just yet, but it's it's worth us getting into it. And um, we, we have mentioned many, many times that this market is going to it's going to kind of flip, you know, from left to right all the time. And that's unfortunately kind of the, the dynamics. Uh, behind these markets currently we just keep flip-flopping and sometimes you might hear um you know we'll have a hawkish fed or the the the, the narrative will be around the recession fear or, or then it'll flip-flop to yeah the fed are going to pivot their rates so the market are kind of and the other thing to just point out really when we go into these charts is um the risk on trade is is, is still at this moment in time fighting the fed so not not to say that it won't prevail it very well may do um so so what are we prepared to do in the in this in this particular market um quite straightforward looking for some more bearish moves uh, across the indices so the s p 500 below the 4071 um the the dow jones it's held up quite nicely it hasn't really pivoted but you can see the potential for resistance up at these highs and um that's what we're interested in we're interested in making decisions uh, around these types of levels and if you if you if you've done that before there were some good opportunities uh, to get into uh, across the board whether they're, they're buy trades um, or they're significant sell trades and when we're below this market so we've had a nice push up to this level we're looking for the rollover back to the downside so um it is I mean, there's a high degree of kind of flip-flopping in, in our analysis because the narratives can shift really quite considerably. So um, so we had a little rollover yesterday. Uh, just bear in mind that this is a strong level of support. So don't be surprised if prices get held up at this level. And that's pretty much what we've seen. Okay, so we're going to be quite bearish. Um, these equity markets uh, for now, 12,894 further progress to the downside um, we could get into that trade and we've been consolidating since that hour and a half sort of bearish move so we've we've got decent highs to work with uh, the DAX um, actually you know responded really quite positively um, we, uh, we we ran up to this level we were able to in profit i think it was uh on tuesday if i'm not mistaken so um this this rollover is really sort of not not good or not not that productive and um will we get further downside at the moment we're just drifting sideways so it's probably more of a focus on the us um here's the the nikkei just uh it is on the monthly time frame in fact the dax as well as on the monthly so we'll have a look at that on the daily 
Uh, we'll just switch rooms now in just two minutes, guys. Uh, we'll just finish off this little section and we'll post our trade plan into the chat box for you. So um, so look, a strong rollover to the downside. Uh, we've we've really been in a in really kind of sideways moving market. We thought we'd made progress, but um, we've kind of reversed back into that now. And then Bitcoin, we don't trade Bitcoin just to, just to clarify, but this is really what we're trading now in Bitcoin. Sorry, not what we're trading, but it's what it's what is being traded at the minute. We're just in this like month and a half, six weeks sort of sideways moving pattern. So I need to see more more there. Um, commodities. Um, we're we're going to look for further upside above the eighty one forty eight uh, potential downside below the seventy seventy eight ninety four. Um, so this market can really move in either direction. So until we get that confirmed move we're not going to um we can be patient so our overall bias very much in in gold is to the upside we had a bit of volatility yesterday it finished didn't really finish with any real confidence and we're still flirting around these uh these highs in here the 2000 highs so our bias is to the upside um we're just not having any joy in terms of um, continuation in any of these markets if you look at the euro, um, you know, we had a nice explosive move. You expect some continuation and we don't get it and it comes back into consolidation. Um, so we can we can look for that dollar weakness trade. Um, it looks like the dollars begin to strengthen now against the yen. Uh, the, the... Will we see some dollar strength today? If we see some negativity creeping in across uh, the US indices, um we might look for some dollar strength it does look like there's a little bit of dollar strength in the pipeline as things stand um the euro pound just looking at the monthly just in this like really long-term consolidation um we're edging down to these lower levels now strong support down at these levels just trading inside monthly highs and lows. So this was the trade that we were looking at yesterday. Would we get some uh, yen follow through? The answer is no. So really we've got a bit of a, a slow market really going into um, into the Easter weekend. And unfortunately we, we anticipate it's probably likely to remain that way. Um, and um, so just be careful you, you don't be too active. Um, by all means, if you've got the conditions to get into one or two trades, you know, it might be worth um, dipping your toe in. As you know, we, we're trading reduced trade size at the minute because of these conditions. They're, they're, they're really, um, really quite choppy. So we need a bit of clarity, not just in the, in the technical charts, but also in the fundamental side of these markets, the, the narratives that are driving prices. Um, you know, because they keep flip-flopping at the minute. So as a result, we can, of course, trade. Our, our volume of trading, our, our um, trade frequency is a lot lower than normal. And the size in which we're trading is a bit lower than normal as well. So they're just two examples of, um, you know, protecting your capital and making sure that you're not um, getting into too many silly trades really at this point. Okay, so over-trading right now could be a, a bit of a, a bit of a problem. Um, of course, any questions, guys, don't hesitate to post them into the chat box. Oh, sorry, I've got to just do the 
um, the today's market summary. So, um, so let's do that now before I let you go. And then we'll switch rooms, of course. So bear with me. So today's trade plan, um, we're going to have to just be mindful of um, the fact that we've got a long Easter weekend. So, so um, we're going to work in We're going to look at sort of asset classes really so we're going to look at indices us indice weakness continued weakness uh us dollar strength we're going to look for the best opportunities there if we can um and commodities we we're expecting a, a nice move above that 2025 yesterday in gold um a little bit too much indecision really in the in the commodity markets So um, it is a bank holiday tomorrow and Monday, so be mindful of uh, erratic um, uh. So in our experience, we can sit around on, on a, like um, a significant bank holiday like tomorrow we could sit around for long periods not really making any progress so um it's worth taking the break really we still got these mixed market conditions i think that prevails so let's post that into the chat box guys and we'll switch rooms uh, for you so um to gain access just uh obviously just go into your um live daily broadcast section of your members area and um, yeah, any questions, feel free to post them and we'll answer them before we close off. Thanks for joining us as always. We do trade these markets fully live and interactive from 8 a.m. every morning for the European trading session. And again, we're back at lunchtime, 12.45 um, for the US trading session. For more information, just go to livetrading.com and uh, we'll switch rooms now, now, guys. So we look forward to seeing you. Um, we look forward to seeing you in our live trade room uh, very shortly. Great stuff. On that note, take care and we'll speak to you soon. Thanks so much, guys. Um, worth being patient for now. Speak to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye.